Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. is some of our thoughts. Hi everyone, it's Sarah and Carter and this is some of our thoughts. Oh wow, today. Look at the cork. Whoa. What did it what happened? It'll be interesting to see if it expands. Oh my god, feel that. Weird. That's really weird. Yeah. We're going to post something on our story later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I think this is like we're catching up because the last episode, Miley, was the last one we recorded, but it was a while ago because we've had a lot going on. It was a while on. ago, yeah. So uh, back to back, we talked a lot about this album on the last episode that wasn't even about it. We did. But since then, we I've got it in the mail. I've been listening to it a lot at work. And so we have Aurora officially <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> also, this is the first time for us recording in the new... Rogue Media Network studio, which oh, is yeah. on the 21st floor of the Alico building. Looking out at beautiful Waco beneath and, us. And my sweet little ADHD brain is getting very distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to look this at. This is going to be a common theme, I fear. <laughs> this is beautiful. This is um, very, yeah. Moving on. I low-key immediately, I'm like, okay, which apartments and hotels have like roof rooftop access? That's <laughs> like, always where my brain goes. Not many. I see a situation over there. Situation ship at Pivovar? Is that Pivovar? I guess so. Well, in my defense, I don't know which one you're looking at. It might be Pivovar. Anyway, (laughs) back to business. (laughs) Yeah, here we are. We're doing our thing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Aurora, the album recorded for, solely for the movie or the the show. show. Yeah. Daisy Jones and the Six. Y'all. Guys. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it immediately. Watch it. What can we say? How do we start? Uh, we have pink bubbles because I fear that's I I that's what Daisy would be drinking. It, it is what she'd be drinking. And that's probably like she's alive right now. She's out in the world. She's probably drinking Vuv Clico at the moment, mm-hmm. or some other kind of ritzy French mm. pink bubbles. But she's a rock star. She is such a rock star. <laughs> so I started rewatching it again last night, and then I watched it all morning. It's so good. <coughs> Pardon me. Okay, so this show, my father kept texting me about it, which I mentioned in the last episode. Yeah. Like, hey, this show's really good. Hey, have you watched it? Hey, have you watched it? And I was like, no, I haven't watched it, blah, blah, blah. Because it's, like, about rock stars in the 70s, and I immediately was like, oh, they're just, like, trying to be almost famous. You can't be almost famous. That movie's just, like amazing iconic you know can't mm-hmm. be replicated it, it, it can't it's amazing but this is a completely completely oh, yeah. different story you think you know what the story is going to be about and then mm-hmm. it's like oh just wait what's funny too is 
um, Honeycomb kept coming up, popping up on my Spotify. Uh-huh. And it would start, and I would just be like, ugh, and press next just baby because baby I had, like, baby. a weird thing against it because I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, no, I need to, like, fully see and hear it, and then I'm fine with it. Well, and it starts off slow, kind of like the show. It and does. That's mm-hmm. their first uh, single that they do together. Yes. And, the I mean, the, Daisy and the uh, Billy. Billy don't even meet until episode no. three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, yeah, you think you know what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. But they're like, I mean, it's it's a great story. It's such a great story. It was a book originally. And like, I guess it was in Reese Witherspoon's book club at some point. Because she's like the executive producer of the show. Yes. So she like got it off the ground and was like, we have to create this like IRL. And thank goodness they did. Thank God they did. (sighs) It's so good. And it starts out. There's a band and there's Daisy and they're both on their different paths, figuring themselves out, doing different things. Oh, so good. The coolest part of it, too, is that it starts off with the six and that was the original mm-hmm. band. Daisy was always kind of off on her own and um, they the producer brought her in. But originally the six was a, a band of five people and the six was Camilla mm-hmm. and they all drove out from Pittsburgh to California together and then. They didn't ever change the name once Daisy was there because she was never the sixth one. Right. Camilla was always still this, which is like yes. so crucial to the story and the that relationship dynamic, which is just so awesome. Mm-hmm. And she is the realist. Like I think Camilla is my favorite character. Camilla Camilla's and Karen, an angel. She is truly. She's amazing. Oh, she's cool for so many reasons. So many reasons. She's uh, one of Leo's, Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> ex-girlfriends. Yes, yes. You really fucked up there, Leo. <laughs> yeah, he did. Honestly. God, she's literally perfect looking, too. She like, is she's so beautiful. pretty. Like Everyone in that show is beautiful. They are, yeah. But she's like... The women especially. Yes, the women especially. Yeah. And then can we, uh, let's talk about Riley Keough. Let's just talk about her. Yeah, so... When I first started watching it, I didn't know who she was either. No. And I, I get really obsessive when I really like something and I IMDb it. I yeah. Google shit. And she Follow is, them all on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> all of them. I follow all of them now, I'm pretty sure. Well, at least the women and no, Billy Dunn. Uh, Sam Claflin, which yeah. is Billy Dunn. Uh, she is Lisa Marie Presley's daughter, mm-hmm. which is just like crazy. And she didn't sing at all until she like auditioned and got the gig for the show yeah the whole the coolest thing i mean i think to me like the story is incredible but all the musicians are actually playing the songs they recorded an entire album that's also out on vinyl now (laughs) for this show like they were sent to a like a band camp essentially so yeah learn a little bit and you know it was right before covid yes so covid happened and then they got stuck together Mm -hmm. they got stuck together and it made all the difference play music literally learn learn and play and vibe and and all the vibes because like everyone is incredible it's I've been, you know, rewatching it. Knowing what happens at the end isn't really like crucial to just enjoying mm. it. But there is a pretty strong uh, plot and like arc and development. So if you want to understand like why certain people do certain things, you kind of have to watch it from beginning to end. You Absolutely. can't just jump in. Yeah. So, um, God, even like the drummer. The day I started <laughs> it was the day Ryan came over to hang out and like work on his <laughs> oh, resume. Yeah. And we ended up just like watching this show and eating harvest all day. <laughs> And he was like, that guy's me. And I was, uh, initially I was like, yeah, I mean, I can kind of see it. He's got like the long curly hair. And then all of a sudden he was like, yeah. And then I took these two 
sets of identical twins down to Mexico and I love mushrooms in my boat. And he's like sitting on his boat while he's talking about how much he loves his boat. <laughs> I was like, he yep. Was, he, he is right. And he was one of my favorites too, because he was one that like, you know, the whole rock star arc shit happens. Things are good. Things are bad. No, he just vibed the whole way. The whole like, time. My life's great. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole Why are y'all fighting? Mm-hmm. What's he had, the damage? Like, this model girlfriend. And he was just like, I'm going to, they would be in a tiff and be like, whatever, guys, I'm going to go hang out with my model girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So unbothered. (laughs) I love that energy. Like you have in a band, I feel like, or even in a group of friends, you have to have that person. It's just like, honestly, they're the glue. Yeah, that's Ryan. (laughs) That's right. Ryan's the glue. Camilla was the real glue. She was. Yeah, she made a lot of compromises and definitely put up with a lot of their shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know what I was watching? I mean, I was watching the show earlier, but the one episode where... Daisy and Billy are like they don't like each other and they're just like Mm -hmm. maneuvering around each other and Camilla just invited her to their housewarming party yeah she rolls up this bitch gets out of a taxi with like a big fur coat and a pineapple and a bottle of champagne drops the champagne champagne immediately so she's like I brought you a pineapple I broke the wine and they're (laughs) like it's fine we're glad you're here and Billy was like so not glad Uh she was there but then all the power goes out and they have to light all these candles and it's this cool little like 70s style bungalow house. It's such a cool house. Very textured, like all of the wood and the flames of the candles. Mm-hmm. And then they start playing Faces. Yeah. Ooh La La by Faces. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's Karen that sits down on the keyboard. Yeah, initially. she starts it. And then Daisy just starts singing and Billy, like you can see he just gave in. In that yeah. moment, he was like, okay, I'll go well, be a I part. Feel like right before that leading up to it too when the electricity went out and everyone's like oh shit let's find candles blah 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 uh the baby was crying oh yeah and she went up and and daisy heard it and she was kind of looking around like uh does no one hear this baby crying do i uh i'm just gonna do it because that's who she is she just like handles it so she went up and grabbed the baby it was probably just scared it was dark and she goes down she hands her to billy and she goes she was crying and he just kind of looks at her like thank thank you like genuinely like oh that was a, a you did a good thing yeah you know like he was so against her but it's like oh she just did something nice really nice yeah i think oh this show makes me emotional <laughs> i'm like tearing up what <laughs> you are a but mom you connect with these characters so much on so the show. many different levels mm-hmm. and that that's something i really wanted to talk about today too because like i identify a lot with daisy yeah and like her brokenness oh and there's the scene where they're writing the first song that's Let Me Down Easy. Such a good song. And he's like, oh, I get it. You're broken. And she just, like, stands up and walks out of the room. And she's like, I'm not broken. I'm not broken. But, like, they kind of, like, vibe on that level. Because, like, he's gone through yeah. a lot. I don't want to give anything away. But, like, he has some shit. And he never worked through it. And they ended up putting all of it, all of the pain and all of the shit onto this album and initially she was like i'm not here to sing melody and harmony on a bunch of love songs about your wife about your wife yes and the rest (laughs) of the band was like oh we can contribute Mm -hmm. like because it was always the billy show yes and And daisy opened it up basis said he was like she did that for us yeah she made it about everyone and not just him and it was mostly about the two of them but like yeah you could see like they all found inspiration within each other and there was room for them to play with that right that scene where they're fighting, they're bickering, and then they go to the restaurant to get, she's like, I'm hungry. I can't work if I'm hungry. So they, he drives to like this little burger joint. Oh, yeah. And he says, he was like, look, we're not going to get anything done by arguing. And she just goes, well, now how do you know that? No one ever stands up to you. And yep. she's just so serious. And he just looks at her like she's 
insane like what'd you say to me you know like he looks yeah. almost like he's mad that she said it but you can <laughs> tell he's also processing like huh i think she might be right <laughs> honestly the uh god it's so good the the relationship dynamic between the two of them and then just the yeah the her she has such good one-liners like yeah. she looked at teddy at one point and was like oh is this the part where the men solve all the problems <laughs> and he was like probably not yeah, probably not <laughs> i love teddy oh that character is amazing uh it was his idea to bring in the xylophone mm-hmm. on kill you to try which is my favorite he was the producer right yeah Pro- yeah he's the producer he brought them together he, yeah he brought them together and the thing is when I'll, a little spoiler that first scene when they're in the studio all together when they bring daisy in She's so like, daisy changes the lyrics to honeycomb yeah because she was told to yeah and billy doesn't know so they like on the first take they're actively singing different chorus mm-hmm. like it, it's hers and then the one that he wrote in it originally and he was so bent about it so bent and he was like what do you not know the lyrics do i need to write them down for you what, what are you singing what are you doing and she was like, like no i know the lyrics yeah. and then she was like did he not get this <laughs> and you could see like his little devilish grin and yeah. the producer in the studio was just like nope they need to work it out yep like two huge egos and like two huge like they're both front men yes and like absolutely. billy was used to being the only front man and then daisy blew in and was like oh no yeah. like i take up space and you have to deal with it so billy just like spirals and he like goes and hides in a closet which he didn't <laughs> know a closet which is such a funny scene but he's talking to oh what's his name the producer i just teddy teddy and he's like teddy i don't get it the the, com- the record company said they liked the song. Like, wh- why are we changing the song? And Teddy's like, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't like the song. Because, you know, like Carter said, they were a band before. They were the six. And there things happened that we're not going to spoil. And then they're trying to basically get back on track and be a band again, release new songs. But we'll they needed, like, a new... They uh, needed a new sound. Yeah. And, and Teddy's, Teddy's like, that. no, they didn't like it. And Billy goes, well, who's paying for this session? And Teddy just looks at him like me yeah who do you think (laughs) is paying for the session bro yeah he went out on a limb form the first time and Mm -hmm. then he's he's constantly going above and beyond for them just like mike (laughs) just like mike (laughs) (laughs) we're nothing without a good producer 100 percent, absolutely wow this is so nice to have like a view i feel like i'm just like a celebrity tbh like this is weird you do you look like one i know sarah dressed up <laughs> just kidding i did shower like 20 minutes ago so i feel pretty fresh <laughs> god i'm loving this Okay, so the whole concept for this episode of our show, because we're talking so much about this other show, <laughs> uh, the music is encapsulating. It's one of those things like my friend Bailey hasn't ever seen an episode, but she listens to that album on repeat. Because that's just it. It's like, so good. You don't even have to see the show to appreciate how good those songs are. Yeah. So like I've had it, uh, what we do at Wine Shop is we put the album on and then put the album cover up on top of one of the speakers so that everybody who's there like can see what's being played currently. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Like some people have little stands for them. We just put it up against the wall. <laughs> but it has like a very focal point. Like when it you're does. looking at the bar, you see it. And that's why. That's where all our photos are from. Yes. That's yeah, yeah. exactly where we take the pictures for the gram. So um I have had that up for the past, it's going to be like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, 
oh my god if i people comment on it every day they're either like oh my god you have this on vinyl Ah, did you see the show do you love the show and i'm like (laughs) yes 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 and yes but uh some people are like wow this is great what is this Mm -hmm. and uh these this older couple that were in there the um some of our our wine club members they were sitting on the couch just like enjoying a bottle of amatea Mm -hmm. and he looks like across the room and he was like what band is this? And I was like, <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six, but it's like a fictional band. And yeah. I started geeking out and going yes, off about it's it. Like, it's not real, but it is real. It <laughs> is real. It feels so real. And like the songwriting, it was very, it was such a huge list of heavy hitters. Like yes. Phoebe Bridgers had a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. I forget some of the other people. I mean, I didn't know all of uh, them, but they were. Like, uh, oh my God, what's his name? I should have just brought it so we could have rattled them M. off. They're like the brothers, the. Oh my god! I like saw them like ten years ago. Oh, I'll pull it. Mumford up. and Son. One of the oh. Mumfords. I think it was Marcus Mumford. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I mean, lots of brain power, lots mm-hmm. of heart and soul, and it sounds like something that people actually would have listened to back in like yeah. the late seventies. That would have gone platinum and would have been the biggest band in the world. Yeah. Like, so if you've read the book or seen the show, a lot of it is shot or written in a series of interviews yes and there's this one part where karen who's like the keyboardist she's talking about once daisy and billy start to get along and kind of figure each other out and start writing songs together they're talking that all the band is like man like i don't know what they're i don't know what they're doing when they're on their own like but but it's working and she's like great fucking songs yeah like everyone's like we kind of don't care because like this is fire my favorite like i mean you can say that about like there's several parts of every episode that have favorite parts but uh because it's just a great show but um i loved at a certain point in the songwriting process they had already kind of discovered that they had like little feelings for each other but nothing could happen Mm -hmm. and nothing could come from it and it's frustrating to watch it's so frustrating (laughs) to watch oh my god pins and needles yeah but uh, they s- you want it to happen, but you don't, don't. want it to no, happen. No, because Camilla's an angel. She's an angel. But uh, yeah, wow, what a triangle. But there was this part where like she, he wrote a song for her mm-hmm. to sing. And that's one of my favorites. It's called More to Miss. Yeah, it's good. And that like t- the lyrics, I'm like, oh, this song is about me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then like she, she just wasn't getting it because she wasn't vibing with it because Billy wrote it, but she yeah. was supposed to sing it. And then they go out and have this whole big talk and mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it away, but yeah. there's a moment where she comes back in and just does it. Yeah. And then it flashes forward to her in the future, like thinking about that moment. And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's painful because it was a lot of emotion wrapped mm-hmm. up into it. And then like she came back the next day and wrote a song for him. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole thing. One of them in the retrospective was talking about how they were like little coded messages. And then the other one was like coded. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think coded. it was the drummer that was like uh, not not shit one coded. Like we all knew what they were trying to say to each yeah. other. But they're just great songs. They are great, great songs. fucking songs. They are. Karen Circo. Karen Circo. She's the coolest. She's the ultimate rock star. Honestly, Suki Waterhouse and I didn't know that she was engaged to Robert Pattinson. Like she's around. She's going to be I only found that out cuz I googled her. <laughs> Watch the show. Well, now following her, like I get to see all of her cute little outfits of the oh, day. She's so cute. And she's going on tour and she's going to be in Texas and we can't go. Of course we can't go. Cuz we have to work. Somebody she, has to work. Uh, since the show though, she came out with her own music. Oh yeah. And I was watching like a YouTube video. I, like I said, I just go down the rabbit hole when <laughs> I really like something. 
there was like a YouTube video of like Vogue, I think, just following her for a day throughout L.A. or wherever. So cool. And, you know, it's following her, just doing stuff throughout the day. And then she's about to go on like maybe an hour out from the show. And Camilla comes and surprises her. Like Aww. Camilla, the act that's Camilla from the show. Her real name is also Camilla. Which yeah. Kind of confusing. But she sees her and she's like, Suki Waterhouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> like to support her. And it's just like it was a good feeling. So it's like, oh, they're all homies. Yeah, like, you can tell. They're actually homies. It's very like obvious watching it. They're bandmates. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Like if they went on tour, I would I would quit and go. Oh, dang. <laughs> I would like be their groupie like roadie. And just follow them <laughs> around. Ba- the they're band-aids. Literally. It's all happening. But uh. I, I like that idea that it's it's so different than Almost Famous, but it gives you the same feeling watching it. Yes. And there's a lot of references. Like, they obviously play a lot of songs in the background, or, like, when they're yeah. in the car, uh, that's, like, that same era. And they talk a lot about music. Mm-hmm. And it's the same kind of thing as, like, a writer. Like, you have to read. To yeah. be a good writer, you have to read everything that everyone's written, and or as much of it as you can. And that's how they obviously are about music. So I have to rewatch it again. We are just excited to talk about it. Um, But I mean, the wine isn't, isn't as huge of a part of this episode as just the show. No, we were actually talking last night because Carter brought over steaks for dinner (laughs) (laughs) and we were talking as we do. We were saying, you know, we do a lot of episodes that are very heavily focused on wine. Food centric. We do some that are really focused on food. Yeah. This one's a music one. Like, Absolutely, because we're just so jazzed this about it. This is for us. Yeah, like we're so jazzed about it. Yeah. We just couldn't wait to share it. But obviously there's wine and there's food. And yes. for the wine. Yeah, we have Louvre Clicquot. That's um, uh, Pond Sardine. That's the rosé. And this particular one doesn't have a vintage. Um, a lot of them actually, that's like kind of a, a cool thing about champagne is they very rarely put the vintage unless it's absolutely exceptional. Um, but... They are uh, part of LVMH, like huge uh, conglomerate that owns like Sephora, Louis Vuitton, uh, Dior. I mean, it's, you know, everything that is beautiful and bougie in this world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're part of it. And um, it's very like looking. It's like, oh, everyone knows what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially just the orange label. Yeah. but I've, you know, I've been to some, like, some shit, and people have referred to it as Agent Orange, and, like, David is not impressed. Uh, he doesn't like most things that aren't natural wine. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I try to focus on that because I think it's important, and I obviously love natural wine, but, like, there's a lot of other wine in the world. This is iconic, yeah. and it was more about, like, finding something that we knew we were going to like, that we were excited about, that we hadn't done before, and that would look and cute. And it's been with around the, forever yeah. too. Like, oh god, yeah. It is. It is classic. Founded uh, 1772, yeah. so it's older than the country. And I think it tastes like strawberries. Strawberry. Quite delightful. Hmm. But there's a scene, and <laughs> Daisy Joe's in the six, where she's just off the rails in yeah. a hotel room by herself, taking pills, doing her thing, getting ready for the show. <laughs> 
and she just takes a bottle of champagne and just chugs it. Just yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That was the inspiration for us <laughs> doing this. Yeah. So we're like, it has to be a nice bottle of champagne because yeah. she's literally a rock star uh, and yeah. rock stars get the best of the best. And I'm sure they probably just like left it or left a few bottles in the room for oh, yeah. every stop on the tour. Yeah. Which oh, and Ryan ra- reminded me too, one of or the episode where she's wearing the outfit I'm wearing, I literally dressed up even though y'all can't see me. We'll There's take a picture. We'll take a picture. She has like the cowboy boots on, like this like peasant top and like short shorts. When she's, it's when she's going to meet Billy in the band for the first time. Oh yeah, the first day of recording. Yeah, she steals this big ass fruit basket and a bottle of champagne. She just like, kind of looks around, just puts it in her purse. She goes, I bought breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I bought br- brought breakfast. But yeah, she gets out of the uh, the cab and just puts two pills in her mouth and then chases it with some champers. <laughs> and that's the first time Billy sees her, and he's immediately just like not impressed. No, like, shakes his head like, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, she is a lot. She's a very volatile force to be reckoned with. They literally refer mm-hmm. to her as a powder keg. Yeah. And and yeah. she's just one of those characters you just still love, though, because, you know, they go through everyone's story, but, you know, ma- the main character story, because you see her childhood, you see her upbringing, you see the whole story of her life, and it's like, well, that's why she's is who she is. Yeah. Like, at one point, there's a l- so much happens in the show. But her best friend is like, you know, she calls her like selfish yeah. in a very mean way. But because in that moment she was being selfish, but then it was like, okay, but honestly, it sounds bad. But like she doesn't know any other way. Yeah. She's had to come up completely on her own. Yes. And she did have help. Like she lived with Simone. Yes. But that's Simone why was her family. She though. had to be the one to like kind of call her on it and say like, this is bigger than you now. Uh-huh. And she ran off to Greece at one point, like yeah. left the band. Just totally hanging. Ridiculous. When before there was a, about to go on a giant tour. Yeah. Um, the scene when she goes to the bungalow house for the first time and everyone, you know, wakes up hungover. Oh yeah. And Camilla tells her, like, we're a family uh-huh. and she we says we'll so take care of you. She, she take says care of families us. take care of each other and Daisy goes, Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah she doesn't feel that. That's not She's her She's never felt that exactly. Like oh. she, she literally had the number one song in the country and she was just like shit house, like yeah. wasted and broke into her parents' old house and realized that they, and then like fell asleep, very Robert Downey Jr. of her. <laughs> very. And the cops came and she got arrested and they were like, she was like, this is my home. Like I grew up here and they were like, no, you're breaking and entering. And then she realized in that moment, her parents had just like moved without telling her. Didn't tell her. And she'd already been estranged from them for several years, but like. Yeah. She was telling Billy that, and he was like, I think that's the saddest thing I've ever heard, Daisy. Because yeah. she had, like, a scar on her hand, and she had told him that originally. Like, oh, yeah, I broke into my, my parents' house. And he was just like, okay, yeah. that, that's a lie. Because his mother is just, like, the consummate mother she and, is. like, welcomes them home every time, you know, they all stay there, and he's yeah. used to having, like, a normal family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, because when she he asked her again, like, how'd you really get – the scar on your hand she's like man i, I told you yeah <laughs> like, and then she goes into more detail and then that's when he's like that's the saddest thing i've ever heard honestly <laughs> it is it is sad oh that mom is horrible when she calls her later too she's still just equally as yep mm. and she goes i just missed your voice and she goes mother if you missed my voice turn on the fucking radio yep. and hung and up next on time her you miss my voice <laughs> oh man that's such good a good line her. So I'm doing the same thing that you did to me and like trying to convince people to watch it. And I know it's like, you don't want to be overbearing, but it's like, I know you're going to love it. And it's just a matter (laughs) of time. And like, I have to be the patient one and just sit here and wait and be like, 
So choose that show yet? Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it'll happen in due time. It'll happen. The food pairing, I don't super have a recipe. I pulled up some recipes to go with it, but I mean, it's it's like very basic. There's a scene in the show <laughs> where or where they go to the apple pan. Yeah, they go to the apple pan because they. This is when they've been like fighting, trying to record. Nothing's working, and then. Uh, the producer sends him off. He's like, just go. Just ever, just go. Figure it out. Talk. Write yourself. Can write I say it real yourself. quick? When yes. Th- she shows up that first day where she has the, the bottle of champagne in the fruit basket. And he's like, hey, so we have like 13 songs. Like, you can just jump in. I'll play them for you. And she was like, no, that's not how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I've already written them. Like, just listen. And she was like, let me guess. It's about your wife and the rain. And the rain. <laughs> And, and then everyone's like, because <laughs> it literally, and then I, they jump forward and uh, the drummer, I, Warren, I want to say his name in the show is Warren. And he goes, I think it was literally called She's the Storm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because she was like, I'm not here to sing melody mm-hmm. or harmony on a bunch That's of not it. love songs about your wife. Like it needs to be about all of us. So they go to Apple Pan. They go to Apple Pan and they sit at the bar and the server comes up and she goes, Two hickory burgers, medium rare, with two large fries. Is it onion rings, too? Yeah, and onion a cherry rings Coke. rings and a cherry Coke. And he says, coming right up. And then Billy goes, I don't, you don't need to order for me. And she goes, well, good, because I didn't. <laughs> and then he looks at the server and is like, I'll have the same. Like, shut up, Billy. Literally. Oh, he's he so fought annoying. So hard against it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, God. And that, like, I want to go get a burger after this. I, I might go to health camp. <laughs> Are they open yeah. on Monday? Hickory burgers, fries, and onion rings. Damn. We had whiz bangs the other day because I literally kept thinking about that scene. They're so good. Yeah. Daisy Jones and the Six, y'all. Yeah, they're open today. You gotta watch it. Well, um, did you, I mean we're doing the burgers? That's like the whole. We're doing the burgers. Yeah. yeah. You have to, these are burgers like you have to grill. So we did a, a burger episode previously, but it was like our fancy bougie burger with like jam and goat and cheese, fried goat cheese and jalapenos. Yeah. This is like a smash burger, a smash burger. Yes. Yeah. Like you're going to get it in a little plastic tray with like the, the red and white checkered, checkered. paper. It's oh, going to yeah. be wrapped up in like greasy, greasy, greasy like diner. Maybe dripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With like everything on it like onions pickles the works yeah. which honestly cut that grease with some champagne <laughs> too true it's not a bad pairing <laughs> and then this is the kind of thing where i would make like a salt and pepper dip for the fries mm-hmm. and you do like you dip the fry into the ketchup and then into the salt and pepper dip that sounds good fast food gospel baby that sounds good carter yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah mm-hmm. and uh yeah there's nothing uh yeah. I love that there's a scene later, like it's like a montage of them after they're super famous. She and Billy are just trying to go grab something to eat real quick, and they have like sunglasses and a hat, and they're both eating burgers again. And I thought that was so cute, a little throwback to it. It's like, oh, they're just burger buds. <laughs> they love the burgers. I do too, and I'm I'm actually I'm starving. <laughs> I yeah, I'm also starving. That sounds so good. Well, is there anything else that we can? discuss besides i mean just more of the more of the show more of the champagne we already have done a champagne episode well we've done champagne three times i'll talk about camilla a little bit more okay do it literally saying her name makes me want to cry i hate (laughs) that but i love it 
Camilla is like she's an not angel. a musician in the band. She just like I said, she's the glue of the band. She's like the mother, and she she's the mother of the band, and she's a mother to a kid, and she's so cool. Like yeah. there's a scene we've spoiled some of it, but like this is one of my favorite scenes. She gets pregnant from Billy, right? They're the band's kind of starting out. They're about to you know go off. They're making it, whatever, whatever. And he's trying to do the right thing because that's Billy Dunn's thing. He he's the guy that does the right thing. Yeah. No matter what it costs him and his happiness, he's gonna do the right thing. Yeah. And he takes her aside. They're already living in L.A. Like they're living oh, in yeah. California. They were about to go on their first tour. On the, the tour. They all have this house together. And he's you know since she's pregnant, he sits her down. He's like, let's go back home. Let's go. Is it Cincinnati? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Thank yeah. you. And she's he's like, let's go back to Pittsburgh. Let's go home. And she looks at him and she's like do you think I moved here for you? And I'm just like, oh, yes, tell him. Because she chose to go on tour. She was also the photographer for the band. Like, yes. it wasn't like she was just chilling, no. being the girlfriend. She was there for a reason because she wanted to travel and be with the band, be around music, do her photography. And that's also something I think is that I really love that they wrote about all the women in the show they're not just like oh, one dimensional. Yes, they're not yeah. just like the girl in the band or the yeah. girlfriend in the band or well, like that's the what other Karen woman said. or like they all have really crucial roles. Like and they're written as like real ass people. Karen and uh, Billy's younger brother Graham have a little mm. hanky panky at one point, and she was like, "People cannot find out about this. I can't be the girlfriend in the six. Yep, exactly. Like she needed to be strong on her own, and they found her. She was already in another band mm-hmm. when the six found her, or before they were the six, and they were like, "Hey, oh, they were the Dunn brothers. Yes, and she was like, "This isn't going to work. We need to change this name. Yeah, because like I'm not a brother, clearly. Mm-hmm. And like she was the first catalyst to like step their game up. Yeah, yeah, she's so cool, so cool, <laughs> so cool. But yeah, I, I did love that scene with Camilla because it was very much like, you know, I have dreams and like yeah. I have agency. And Camilla's and like, she's a very, she's portrayed as a very soft, loving, nurturing woman. But then my other favorite scene with her is when Billy's just like, he's just going through it. He's being a fuck up. He's being shitty. Yeah. He's not doing what he needs to do to take care of himself. Not even anyone else. He's just like going off the rails. He got lost in the rock starness. He got lost in the rock starness. Um, he sees Camilla and stuff goes down. She, this is when she's pregnant. Yeah. She finds him in a not so cute state and she like slams him against the wall. And she's like, I don't care what you do right now. She's like, but when this baby comes, you're going to be here. Yeah. Like, you're going to be a dad. You're going to get it together. You're gonna get it together. Like you're going to, I don't remember verbatim what she says, but yeah, she's basically like, you're going to get your shit together. Like this isn't about you. This isn't about me. Like you're going to be here. Like you're going to be a good dad. Yep. I think we might actually kill this whole thing. Just I would love to. We're excited. <laughs> so excited. And it's, uh, I think that's what Daisy would do. What would Daisy do? What would Daisy do? WWDD. <laughs> she's a, she's a really cool character that was written too. And she doesn't always do the right thing. I mean, that's clearly not Greece, <laughs> ma'am. Which she needed to disappear. I, I get her wanting to disappear for a little bit. But... If everything that she ha- uh, that happens to her is a reaction to like something that Billy says or does. Yes, and I've he noticed just has her. Yeah, under her under his skin, right? Yeah. And vice versa. But it's yeah. Yeah, it's complicated. It's, uh, oh God, it's so <laughs> complicated. Oh, just oh, I can't just watch it. 
there's uh, this really cool kind of connection to water that I've noticed that she has. Daisy? Yes. yes. So it's obviously filmed and based in L.A., uh, but they go on on tour across the country, mm-hmm. and then certain parts of it happen in different places around the world. And I've just noticed whenever she's really, like, something big is happening, she's either in a pool, near oh, a pool, or, like, by the water, like, yeah. by a, an ocean. And it's, um, I don't know, it, it kind of is metaphorical. I, I'm imagining, they might not have thought this, I mean, but also they maybe did. That she was like drowning and mm-hmm. Billy always shows up to save her. Yep. Yeah. And then that scene where she is in it's in Miami when she ODs. In the in the shower. In the shower, yeah. yeah. Still water. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. <laughs> I love the pool scene though when he's pissed at her because she didn't show up for rehearsal. Is that what it was? Yes. Because she was mad at him. And so she got drunk and went on a bender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and she was like, saying I said thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> He showed up and was like, rehearsal was, you know, earlier tonight. And she was like, I said, I'm sorry, right? <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because she sees him walking towards her and she just goes, ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you you know, and just like started laying into her. And she was yes. like, I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Very relatable. Oh, man. Yeah. I, and I love, I mean, we can't understate it enough. Like the fashion Oh my god, the fashion. Ugh, the music. I like, bought a kimono after watching it. I was like, I'm doing or I talked about this the last episode, yeah. but like I did. I bought that uh that fringy disco y yeah. shawl thing and I've worn it a bunch. <laughs> and um yeah, it's just it's reminiscent of all of our favorite things. Like even when we were in high school, I dressed like very bohemian. Me too. Lots of peace signs. Like Lucky was a big deal. I remember Buckle. Yeah. Oh, and they had Buckle. all of the Lucky brand oh, piece so and from Buckle, and um, yeah, it's just a cool way. To, well, we were talking about this in the Miley episode where it's like I want to start just dressing like maybe not in character, but like I can, you know, just lean into color more and lean yeah. into a feeling or a vibe. Like I haven't had a pair of boots in ten years, yeah, and I want some. I got these at Grocery. I told you. Shout oh. out Studio Grocery. We love, love guys. Colton and Mikey. Yeah, and they're like this crazy weird mauve color, which I really love. I yeah. went there for brown boots, and I think also they didn't have any in my size, but I tried these on, and I was like, oh, these are it. Yeah, that's a vibe. Because they're vintage. They are, they're already worn in, so like they're so comfortable. Those I love like that. Slippers. My feet are so big, I have a hard time finding stuff at a, a place like that just because I'm a bigger person. But they do a good job of incorporating, like, they'll go places and, like, not necessarily think of me, but they'll be like, oh, like, you know, we don't just want to have, like, extra small everything. Yes, no, like they're really good about that. They want people yeah, to bought, shop there. I've bought T-shirts from there. Yeah. I've bought a bunch of stuff from there. It's a beautiful story. The last Very time I went, actually, I had a vest on that I had gotten from there, and we had been talking to Colton, and then he stopped and went, did you get that vest here? <laughs> and I was like, I did. <laughs> I, I sure did. He just got back from Italy yesterday. I got to see him. It was nice. I can't wait to hear about that trip. I want to see photos. Honestly. It's the summer. Everyone's going to Italy this summer. Who else went to Italy? Andrea. Oh, that's true. And then... um. I had just some other random people that I know that have been. Alan and Gail Holtz. They're coming to the... Oh, uh, uh, you want to talk about October 1st? Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) OMG! (laughs) So something we can formally announce? Yeah. Our next live show will be 
Sunday, October 1st. As part of Waco Restaurant Weekend. Mm -hmm. At the Art Center. Of Waco. Of Waco. (laughs) Ah, We are like over the moon about it. Elated. uh, I just, uh, I'm so excited. Giddy. Giddy. Yeah, giddy. I'm so, I am. I'm so giddy. We learned a lot from the first one, and I'm so grateful to everyone that came to that. That was a really spectacular event. But we have things that we want to do that we want to make it a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. We want more people to come. It's going to be a benefit for our friend Jessie for her medical bills. And, um, I mean, we're... To set that up, too, Jessie is one of my best friends, and she was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer very, very, like, sudden. And yeah, it had progressed in s- like rapidly, it was like so aggressive, so 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 aggressive. So this is for her. This is for us, obviously, because we just love doing it for you guys, and we have so much fun talking about wine and food and vinyl. But ultimately, like this is for her. Yeah, so so stoked we can do it in such a beautiful place. Yes, it really is. Oh, Carter did a private tasting last week at the art center, which is how this all came about. And I had never been there. It's brand new. They just yeah. opened it last fall. Yeah, I yeah. never, I hadn't been there. So I was like, oh, I literally like got someone to cover my closing shift, and I was like, I'm going. <laughs> and I told Joe, I was like, I'm gonna be going to this. So yeah, um, yeah. And Carter did amazing. Obviously, did a tasting with the five different natural wines. Yep. Oh, so fun. I definitely drank all the wine. <laughs> um, really informative, awesome private tasting, and. That was the first time I'd set foot in the art center, and they have these crazy cool, like, they're not rotating doors. What would you call them? It's like how, you know, like a, a Lambo will have, like, the suicide doors that, mm. like, open mm-hmm. up. Um, so they just kind of pivot and internally, like, shift together, but they don't, yeah, it's like on a, on a, like a swivel a swivel. Situation. I don't, yeah. It was really, really cool. Very custom, obviously. Like, and they have, like, these cool, like, in, like weird little square glass things that, that are translucent. Yeah. And then gi- giant wood. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm so excited. So October 1st, Mark Girls Calendars. And it's going to be a daytime event, probably, like, 12 or yeah. so. We'll nail, well, more than likely 12, but we'll nail everything down and make the flyer. We have the Somebodies making grand <laughs> appearance again, our house band. <laughs> Do you feel like they would go by Sue Young this time? Because they've actually come up with their own band. Oh, since, maybe. Yeah. They could be. I don't care. I don't care either. As long as they I all show up. Yeah. <laughs> Play whatever you want, honestly. But that's Ryan, Bo, and uh, Michael. Michael. Yeah. Michael Golden. Gorgeous people. And they're doing just so much for us. I mean, but we're like going to get together and talk about the music because we want everybody to like this this record like daisy jones and the yeah. six we want everyone to feel like they have a voice and they're just as involved and as we are and it seems to reason that they will practice more if they're excited about what they are playing yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. part of it we sent out uh, this drunken instagram message the other night we were like hey we had like talked about it and i did it and carter went oh sarah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm gonna forget. <laughs> well, and you did. I, I hey, wasn't they gonna responded. They did. They did. Uh, and then we have, I guess, the group thread is called the Somebodies. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we told them the date, and then you know, just started seeing availability to start doing band practice. Ah! I'm stoked. Which I think. So they've started their own band, like Carter said, called Sue Young, and it's more of just an experimental instrumental band. Super fun, super funky. It's so fun. Um, they played at the Levitt's uh, Amphitheater yeah. this su- 
you know yeah one of the Before first it got super hot actually which was great yeah um but for us like if y'all saw the show last year they were covering a few songs like from the vinyls that we had chosen so yes. that's what we're doing again like they're at least going to play a few covers and then i mean if they want to round out the show and just like play whatever i'm fine with that that would be so dope i would be really into like that. the intermission they're playing like yeah. our songs and then if they just want to play like i'm not gonna stop them they're gonna do <laughs> our our theme song when we walk yeah. in that was my favorite part of oh, the last time because yeah. we were standing over by the bar there wasn't like a stage or anything for us to like walk onto. we were just up on the same level as the audience yeah but when they started playing it you looked at me and i have that moment in a video and you really? go are you ready and oh. i went yeah oh, <laughs> and we just my like god and then everyone started clapping and because you know when we come in here it's just me and sarah like the, they'd close the door we're in this room by ourselves yeah now we're literally there's no like glass panel where you see anything it's us and like allison are you there yes allison, <laughs> allison <laughs> testing testing allison um yeah it's just us in this room <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's always been like that for the most part too and just to see everyone's faces and all of our friends and family and like I remember when we had just sat down and then Jared walked in and he was like, sorry, you know, like he was Bailey's Jared. Uh -huh. Aww. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people kind of trickled in later because people have lives. They have yeah, of course. And we did it on a Saturday evening. It was Friday. Oh, Friday. Yeah. Cause I had to, Even we both went to work that next day. Hung oh. over. No, I had to drive to Fredericksburg at like 6am oh, that next did. day. God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Why did I do that? Anyway, I digress. This time it's on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so pull up. Pull up. <laughs> Turn up. We honestly did that for all of our friends in the service industry we so did. they could actually come. Because, like, yeah. Jade and Bailey couldn't even come because mm -hmm. they were working at wine shops, so I didn't have to work. Yeah. Like, that was the whole thing. I mean, it uh, it's going to be great. I'm so yeah. excited. And we're just excited to hang out with you guys and share all of this with you again i'm so excited yeah I, I can't wait for y'all to see the venue like i'm i'm bugging like, yeah it's so good yeah and there's actually no art in it on thursday because they had just closed the exhibit before Which they was reopened hilarious. it yeah and i was like so yeah we're in the art center but there's no art there was one woman i don't i met so many people that day too because they recognized they were like i know you and I was of like, course probably yes yes <laughs> and we would talk for like 10 or 20 minutes but this one woman was so cute because she kept saying she loved my dress. It and was a we beautiful would dress. She, she would stop and be like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm obsessed with your dress. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it was just like a, I literally bought it for Daisy Jones also the last time I dressed up. But she had this really bright colored, really pretty dress on too. And I was like, well, I love your dress. And she goes, well, I dressed artsy because it was at an art gallery, but there's no art. <laughs> and me and the other woman talking to her, we both went, you are the art. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, we good. Both, and we looked at each other like, oh, jinx. <laughs> but even seeing it without art, that space was beautiful. It's a beautiful event space. The light in that space. Yeah. And there's like those cool garage doors, like the clear ones you can roll up and have the patio. Yes. <sighs> I was thinking about that. It just occurred to me. We may not be able to do it while we're recording because it might overmodulate the sound. Mm -hmm. But we could do it before and after, yeah, depending on how easy it is. Because it's such a nice space, and it's going to be October, so hopefully it won't be 107 degrees. I hope so. Oh, yeah. Wow, lots to look forward to, eh? Beautiful yes. things. It's all happening. It's all happening. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Also, when's the last time y'all drank champagne out of a coupe glass? Because it is easy to drink quick. Yep. 
we're we're gonna kill this bottle. We well, should. guys, um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. Please, please, please watch that show. DM us after you watch it. Please. Absolutely, like, we need other humans to talk uh, talk about. We'll the geek show out with. about it with y'all. I'm gonna yes. rewatch it later. Th- I mean, just re- how many times have you watched it? I've seen it twice. Okay. But no, the second time, because I just saw it recently too. The second time I watched it, I was just going back and watching my favorite episodes. Sure. But there's not a bad episode. But it was like, you know, certain scenes are like, I want to see this scene. Like when Billy and Daisy write and uh, the producer's house. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Because they're just getting to know each other. They cracked the code. They cracked the code. Because he's still so defensive, even though they're supposed to be writing. And she's like trying to get him to dance just to be silly and just be goofy and vibe. And he's just still so rigid and cold. And she just stops and she goes, we don't have to be friends. Yeah, we don't have to be friends. But what did she say? We don't have to be friends, but we have to know each other. Yeah, we have to get to know each other. Yeah, but we have to get to know each other. Oh cheers y'all thank you so much for listening to this episode get your medium rare hickory burgers with fries and onion rings we're about to open up your champagne watch daisy jones and the six and listen to it on spotify and listen to it on spotify and get the vinyl because i mean you can do it all well y'all let's have some fun we're about to go get burgers thank you thank you thank you (laughs) i don't know Oh, here. No, I've, it's been a while since we've done it. Sarah will always say, grab a glass. Put on your favorite, favorite record. record. Let's have some fun. Thank you for listening to Psalm of Our Thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I was like, that's not right. <laughs> that's what a bottle of champagne does to you at one in the afternoon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.